0: Hello and welcome into another episode of the of oh I almost did it almost did it Cody find the edge with Nick and Cody Uh, old habits die hard ladies and gentlemen but uh, coming at you with our wild card round recap we'll be really short with that part of it because it's a little later in the week that uh, that cover just gotten a little stale but the divisional round preview and our three best bets we're just going to go game by game and then uh we'll get to our best bets as they uh, get lined up here but codes how are we feeling about this weekend as we uh speak here on a saturday morning
1: i'm feeling excited got up a little early to record the podcast uh my bad to the people for not having a review podcast out this week very very busy on the uh the work side of things and not going to say I didn't have time, but wouldn't have been able to put my full effort into it. So, appreciate you guys uh, cutting me some slack on that. But it's going to be a good weekend. Driving down to St. Louis, celebrating Nick and Lana today for their engagement party. So, looking forward to Thank that. You. Thank Congrats you. Congrats to you guys. And then, uh, you know, what most people consider to be the best football week of the year. We get four games. They're usually okay. eight pretty solid teams. And uh, me and Nick were talking beforehand. Vegas has has a good eye on a lot of these spreads. So, We'll dive into those. Uh, We will do a quick recap of last week just to keep you guys up to date. Nick, do you want to run through your three games real quick?
0: Yeah, we went 2-1 on our picks. None of them were really sweat worthy one way or the other. Uh, First pick was Cleveland-Houston over 44.5. That one was done with about 10 minutes left in the third quarter after Drew Flacco's first pick, 6, ended 45-15, so easily cleared that over uh, in Houston. Miami KC under 44, looked a little dicey first half. There was 23 points, uh, but Miami did not score a single point in the second half and uh, ended up leading to a pretty easy cover there. 26 to 7 Kansas City wins, 11 points of cushion there on the under. And then Dallas minus 7, never a sweat uh, in the bad sense. Absolutely got smoked. That defense did not show up, and Dak Prescott played probably his worst half of football uh, in the NFL season. So Dallas ended up losing outright by 16, and it wasn't even that close. Uh, So, yeah, 2-1. Still feels not great because we were so confident in the Dallas pick. Uh, That was definitely my most confident pick of the week, and it just failed miserably. But at the end of the day, Cody will take two out of three.
1: Yeah, I'm still just floored by that Dallas-Green Bay game. I can't even believe what what happened.
0: Uh, Yeah, Dan Quinn uh, owes everybody in Dallas an apology. Uh, I know Dak didn't play his best game, but uh, the defense, in my opinion, was the bigger problem.
1: Yeah, you can't give up all those points to Jordan Love. Even though, again, I know I keep coming on this podcast and saying I don't think he's all that, but... I really just uh, don't I, think he's going to end up being all that. I think he's going to be okay. He's going to be a solid NFL quarterback. You can run him out there year to year. But, man, people are just all over Jordan Love, especially after beating the Cowboys in Dallas last week, which is just like it's not even that big of an accomplishment. They People have been doing that for 25 Thirty years, almost at this point. So, like,
0: did we did I, we watch those throws? That, that I mean, it was like it was like a punt. I mean, especially the one, the one to the tight I end at the end was comical. I mean, it was wide open receivers over and over. There was a couple. I think you could probably count two or three throws that were pretty impressive into tight windows, but a lot of those were made uh, when the game was pretty much already over. Uh, really, just a lot of bad defense by Dallas. I, I heard a, a podcast I listened to earlier this week said that. Dallas tried a zone heavy scheme to uh kind of combat some of their regular season tendencies and throw off the packers, but clearly the defense just was not able to adjust uh they were blowing coverages left and right, and yeah, I mean, I think it was just uh they just got out coached very heavily
1: yeah, i again I'm gonna be on the Jordan Love is okay tier until. I see him do it against an elite defense, which he has that opportunity this weekend. We'll get into he that does, in just a absolutely. couple of minutes here. So uh, my three, I went one and two. Hopefully you're a little smarter than I am, and you just took the spread in that Rams game, yeah, got yourself two wins. But uh, even, I mean, I'll, I'll stand by that pick. I, I, The Rams, Oh yeah, I'm not going to say should have won that game, but they had a great chance to win that game on a couple mm-hmm. different occasions. Couldn't get it done in the red zone and surprisingly just could not cover at all their their secondary was just getting lit up uh they eventually in the second half got better against the run because they were just getting uh run on like crazy also but anytime detroit needed to make a third down conversion late in that game they were able to to pretty much a wide open receiver there really wasn't even a lot of tough throws by jared goff it was a lot of Amon-Ra or uh uh number eight uh josh Josh reynolds reynolds thank you uh running wide open so unfortunately that one didn't hit and then also just down the end obviously McVay had to use two timeouts earlier than that half to you know stop the clock when he needed that kind of came back to bite him and then you know what I think it would have been fourth and four in like a 52 yard field goal to take the lead the Lions take the penalty they move it back to third and 14 at that point I know you've your defense had been playing well but I, I'm trying to get seven or eight yards with Matthew Stafford and let him go for it on fourth down and, and try and win the game with your offense. I just never thought that never thought the Rams were a defensive first team. And I, I would rather have just seen Matthew Stafford try and sidearm one for 14 yards, as opposed to watch that defense again. But that was yep. my choice as a better. Of course, I'm going to say that now that I lost the bet, if the defense gets to stop and they win, I would have been happy as all, as all get out. So unfortunate on that one, uh, Unfortunately, also had Pittsburgh plus nine and a half at at Buffalo. Obviously, that game got moved. I didn't put this one in the Facebook group. Probably should have. Probably should have taken a a leave on that one just because of the game change. But for me, I'm lucky enough to be smart enough. I just put a little bit more money on the over and covered my losses. Kind of hedged against that once I knew they'd be playing in better conditions. Still not ideal. And then last but not least, Sunday night football. Monday night football. It's been a long long week. Uh, Buccaneers and eagles under i think it was 43 and a half never really too much in doubt until the buccaneers kind of kept putting up some garbage time points in the fourth quarter the eagles Mm -hmm. never really scared their half of it so um got caught a little bit in the cookie jar on that one because i did hit the under bet but i also had under on buccaneers total points that did not hit they covered that by like Mm -hmm. 12 13 points so kind of bit myself uh in the foot there but all good. Uh, like I said, one in two week. If you took the spread with the Rams instead of the Rams on the money line, it was a two in one week. But, uh, Nick, I know this week we're going to we're gonna incorporate a couple of player props, maybe some other things as well since we only have four games. Do you have anything else from the uh, wild card weekend or do you want to jump into t- to the divisional round?
0: Yeah, real quick on your picks. Uh, just unfortunate on both the losses, in my opinion. Like you said, the Pittsburgh uh, Pittsburgh spread. We probably would have gone a different way if we had, uh, you know, been aware of the venue change or at least the uh, the date change on that game. Kind of changed some of our analysis there. And then the Rams money line. I respect you going for the the juice there instead of just taking the three points with the Rams. But you know, if we were doing uh, our day-to-day podcast during the regular season, you would have hit that bet as well. So I think the uh, the thought was there. The Rams outplayed the Lions, uh, outgained them by about 100 yards, outpossessed them, got more first downs, uh, and like you said, just didn't execute in the red zone. But uh, if you took the Rams uh, with the points, you, you won that game anyway. So I feel like the advice was sound. Uh, but anyway, let's jump into our divisional round preview. Before we get to the games, I have some uh, I have some trends for us that are going to kind of apply to all of these. I want to uh, just get these out of the way first, and then we'll go to the, the games themselves. I have some trends for each game as well. But here are some trends to know for the divisional round. Home favorites the last 20 years in the divisional round, only 42% against the spread. Uh, that's a pretty large sample size over 20 years as well. So, uh, even though it's only 42%, it's not a huge correlation, but it is a pretty large sample size. So that does say, say something one seeds in the divisional round, 35% against the spread. So even worse than that 42 figure I gave out earlier and those one seeds favored by 10 or less, 29% against the spread, 10, 25, and one, uh, in that same time span last 20 years. So that includes both of our one seeds uh, going into today. I think um, I might end up bucking that trend in one of the one seeds, but that is just something to know there uh, from the trend standpoint. Uh, Another interesting trend, two times in the last 20 years, both one seeds have covered. Eight times, both one seeds have failed to cover. So uh, basically that's telling you these one seeds are often overvalued coming into this round and maybe rust is playing a bit more of a factor than we would expect. Road teams that failed to make the playoffs the previous year twenty seven and thirteen against the spread in the divisional round that would be Houston Green Bay, and Tampa uh, so those teams historically fail pretty well against the spread uh Cody, do you have any thoughts on those trends uh
1: no honestly i'm I'm not too surprised. I did not have those in my head beforehand, but i was i I do have one that's not going to be fading the number one seed, but it's not for the entire game. Um, But yeah, I—I mean, we saw was it a couple years ago the Titans beat the Ravens after the Ravens had the week of rest, so like that's obviously a big factor. And then, um, yeah, I'm not too surprised. It does seem like there's always one of those, one of the one, at least one of the teams that had the extra week of rest just come out flat. And I, like I said, not overly surprised by that, especially whenever. You know, with the extra week, a lot of them are resting for, you know, two to three weeks before they end up playing their first playoff game. So yeah, I I'm not too surprised. Like I said, I'm not necessarily following any of those trends this year with my three best bets, but I think it's a good a good option if you want to put something on every game. Just take the take the road team and the points against the one seeds.
0: Let's jump into the games themselves. Houston at Baltimore is our first one. That is this afternoon at 3.30 uh, Eastern, or I guess 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central. Baltimore favored by 9.5 points at home over under is 43.5 codes. I have uh, a couple of Lamar trends here that, I think are really interesting to this game. Uh, I have switched my best bet on this one. I will have one of my best bets on the line uh, in this game, or at least on one of the lines in this game. Lamar on 12 days of rest or more. uh, That's not including week one of the season. Uh, One in six against the spread has struggled on extended rest, whether that be from a bye week in the playoffs or whether that be from a bye week in the regular season. Lamar, at, when he's favored by three and a half or higher, you want to fade him six and 16 against the spread. Once we up that number to seven and a half or higher, it only gets worse. Only one and eight against the spread in his career as a seven and a half or more favorite. His only win actually was against Houston in week one. Uh, this same Houston team that line was nine and a half as well, which is kind of interesting. You'd figure uh, this Houston team has earned. The right to have a better line, but I think with the uh, the weather and the fact that Baltimore has, you know, kind of come out and been one of the best teams in the league, that has kept the line where it is. But uh, last trend I want to give here, and this is going to go towards my best bet, which I'll just give out right now. That's under 43 and a half in this one. Unders are 53 and 27 in Ravens games since 03 with at least 10 miles an hour of wind. We have 11 to 17 mile an hour sustained winds in this one. Gus up to 31, 24 degree temps. Gonna be a cold one. Gonna be a windy one, and uh, I think forty-three and a half is a bit too high. Started at forty-six. It's come down to forty-three and a half. So the sharps are on the under here. I'd play it all the way down to forty-three, but I would lock it in now because I believe by game time, once the the bad weather is you know confirmed with the eyes of the betters, it will continue to fall.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That last stat that you gave out uh, the under with ten or more mile per hour winds. What was that time frame? since when uh since o three two thousand so three since o three okay, gotcha, yeah, so that includes the Flacco years and everything like that i was I was wondering if that was specifically a Lamar stat or just a, an overall raven stat, but yeah, no that is that is a good one. I'm a little bit surprised that you know especially whenever they had quarterbacks like Joe Flacco that the wind gave them that much trouble, but uh not too surprised on that one, so that was under forty three and a half, you said right
0: yeah that is going to be my first best bet of the uh, of the day. I have some analysis on the game itself, but I wanted to throw it to you before I uh you know before I went on too long of a monologue there after I gave out all those trends that I liked uh, for this game. So if you want to give your analysis on the game real quick, I will uh, follow suit
1: for sure i I'll just go ahead and open it up because it'll lead in but my my best bet my first one of the week Ravens a minus six and a half in the first half of this game. Yes. Oh yeah, you I, love love it. It. Like I that? was, was going to mention it. that.
0: Yes, love it. I, awesome. I like pairing awesome, it with awesome. Houston plus nine and a half. But anyway, sorry, go ahead.
1: I, I was actually going to say the same thing. I liked Baltimore in the first half. I think Houston has a great chance to, to backdoor cover this number in the second half for sure. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are 14 and three this season in, uh against first half spreads. So obviously very profitable there uh, over the course of Lamar's career. They're just South of 70% first half spreads. And then John Harbaugh over the course of his career, both with Flacco and with uh, occasional Tyler Huntley again, right at 70%. So whatever it is that Baltimore comes out with, they come out and they cover these first half spreads. So I love this one. Like, we had kind of been trending. It's a little bit scary when you're taking one of these teams off a bye. You just got to consider that you know they have not played football, been in the rhythm of a game for 14 to 21 days, depending on if they played in week 18. So that's a little bit of my concern. But the Ravens have been such a great first half team. Houston's coming off a huge win last week at home. I could just see them coming out just a little bit flat, not entirely. But, um, you know, I, I will say I like C.J. Stroud more than I like Jordan Love. I've I've been convinced that he is a good quarterback uh, without a doubt, but there was a lot of wide open receivers last week for him as well. He obviously had the huge run by Brevin Jordan. So his numbers were a little bit inflated, but he also made just some incredible passes that can't be denied. So um, not sure where I was going with that, but I could see them coming a little, coming out a little bit flat. The Ravens kind of continuing their heavy run game in the first half, get up by a, a touchdown or two. And then, like I said, if you want to pair that with Texans in the long run, Don't hate that at all because I think C.J. Stroud has a great chance to to come back and backdoor cover that spread. It's just too many points for my liking at at nine and a half. I, I think the Ravens win the game, but to cover by 10 in a playoff game, it usually takes a pretty dominant performance, which like Nick highlighted, we just don't see out of one seeds as often as you think we would.
0: And especially Lamar, uh, like like we said, he has also yeah, really struggled Lamar. to cover high spreads in his career. That's really the only argument I have for Houston, although it is a really strong one because that uh, those trends are, you know, those aren't 55 to 60% trends. Those are 70 plus percent trends over a decent sample size. They, they need to be looked at. Um, but everything from a football perspective would point to Baltimore winning this game by uh, multiple scores. You have uh, C.J. Stroud outdoors against the number one defense in the league, number one against the pass, number one coverage grade. Uh, they, you know, Every metric that you look at from a passing defense standpoint, this Baltimore team is basically top of the league, and it's going to be high winds in cold temperatures on the road. That is a really, really tough spot for a rookie quarterback, even one as good as C.J. Stroud. This Houston run game, been a little bit inconsistent. Devin Singletary has supplied – some amount of uh, balance to this offense, but again, on the road in Baltimore, going to be tough sledding, I believe, uh, for this Houston offense. But the trends are way too strong for me to recommend Baltimore minus nine and a half. I think that's why I love the first half play because I see this game going one of two ways. Basically, that is either Baltimore comes out, this game is close at half, and Lamar is tight, and this game's going to may- remain close throughout, or uh, the Baltimore defense or Lamar come out, and you know they're just rolling and they win this game by you know twenty points or so pretty easily and in that case, the first half uh minus six and a half will probably hit so that's why I really like pairing it with Houston plus nine and a half you get to hedge the bets and on the off chance that Baltimore you know covers the spread in the first half and Houston backdoors you win both but I think it's a really, really good way of uh, of covering yourself on both ends there. If you want to take Baltimore minus six and a half in the first half, and Houston plus nine and a half for the game. I think you're
1: muted, Codes. Yep, yeah, my bad. Do you you think Houston has a chance to upset Baltimore? Like you said, if they come out and play play tight, do you think there's a chance, or you think Baltimore's too good that
0: they'll eventually
1: just? I think it, it could be a, a lower chance. scoring.
0: They have a better chance yeah. than the other uh, other one seed game uh, with the same spread uh, to win outright, just because we've seen Lamar do this before as a big favorite in the playoffs. Um, I, I yeah, I wouldn't pick Houston obviously to win it outright, but I'm not going to say there's no chance. I would put a sprinkle on Houston money line. I think it's uh, close to plus four hundred, maybe a little below that. Yeah,
1: I don't mind that. I think the the Texans. Again, if they can keep it close through the first half and Lamar looks tight, like we like in your text, you said it perfectly in your text messages last week. I asked you if you were going to take Dallas on the money line once they were plus money because you had taken them minus seven, and you said probably not because it looks like this is just going to be a bad Dak game. And I think Lamar's better than Dak, but he definitely has the possibility of just having a bad game and just yeah. not being able to, you know, complete passes to his receivers similar to Dak Prescott. So there is a possibility that that happens in which. The Texans have a chance, but if the Ravens come out and play their their B game, I think that they walk away with this win. So, uh, again, Ravens plus six and a half in. I'm sorry, minus six and a half in the first half, and then under forty three and a half for the total game are the two best bets on that one.
0: Yeah, and I am leaning towards Houston plus 9.5 for the, uh, the the full game there as well, if you want to throw anything on that. But our two best bets, like Cody said, under 43.5, Baltimore minus 6.5 in the first half. Second game on the slate, Green Bay at San Francisco. 49ers also 9.5 point home favorites here, over-unders 50.5. Uh, I'm going to come right out here uh, like the Niners in this spot. I'm not scared off after losing to the Packers badly last weekend. Uh, I will lay the nine and a half at the Niners. I've seen some books flipping to 10, so try to get that nine and a half while you can. That's a very key number. Obviously, lots of uh, scores end up on 10 on the dot. So if you want to avoid pushing, I would grab the nine and a half. Uh, My favorite stat uh, that I've seen in support of the San Francisco 49ers, Kyle Shanahan is 4-0 straight up and 4-0 against the spread as a home favorite in the playoffs. And uh, the San Francisco 49ers this year, 11 wins by 10 or more points. When they win, they win big. And uh, I think that this is just a mismatch uh, on the front lines here. I think the, the big difference here between this Niners game and the Dallas game Dallas cannot consistently run the ball. They couldn't all year, and they could not against Green Bay. That will not be the case for San Francisco. Uh, they'll be able to, to dominate up front as far as the offensive line is concerned, and that will open a lot of things up. I don't see the Green Bay defense getting a lot of stops here, and I think Jordan Love makes enough mistakes uh, for San Francisco to cover this
1: 9.5. Yeah, I'm there with you. Do you do you have 49ers minus 9.5 as one of your best bets? Yes, I do. Yep. All right, love it absolutely. Let's let's smoke the Packers. Let's just route them. I just I am so sick of my other fantasy football group that's full of three Packers fans just glazing over Jordan Love nonstop. So I, I am all for watching them get absolutely smoked. Um, I, I would lean the same side as you here. I I don't have a best bet from this game, but yeah, I. I think the 49ers have a chance to completely outclass the Packers. I feel like the Packers have accomplished a lot for where they were expecting to be this season. Again, another team that's probably going to be coming off of a you know a pretty big high from last week, obviously upsetting Dallas. So, I just – yeah, I, I think that everything Dallas did wrong against the Green Bay, I don't see the 49ers doing. Now, if Jordan Love is the guy that everyone in the media thinks that he is, he should have a pretty – a pretty good day against the secondary of the Niners. They're okay, but they're not great. But, again, I think with a little bit more pressure on them and maybe not as much zone coverage, I just don't see him being as good as he has shown the past couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I like your pick for sure. I I would be there with you. I just – I, I want to avoid this Packers game at, at this point. I just – I want to see them lose too bad that I don't feel like I'm making a – a sound logical pick, it is just yeah. off a of bias. So, uh, but I would also I, take um, minus nine and a half, and I would grab that right away because I am looking. It looks like yes. there's only one sports book left at nine and a half. So, uh, I would grab that if you like that as well.
0: Yeah, uh, like the over two, 50 and a half. There is supposed to be some weather in this one, so if you want to wait until game time, I don't think it will tick up. It's been at 50 and a half basically all week. So you can probably wait to make sure that there's not going to be any weather shenanigans that would uh, scare you off of this total here. But if you'd rather uh, not worry about it, just go with the San Francisco team total over. Um, I believe uh, with this number, if I'm doing my math right, it would be 29 and a half. Uh, I think they get to 30 and I think uh, the reason I like this over so much is because I believe San Francisco can cover 75 to 80% of it for me. And then whether it's garbage time for green Bay or whether green Bay uh, gets a couple drives early on uh, to get me to, you know, somewhere around 20 points that uh, I think we can cover this over pretty easily as well. Again, as long as weather is not playing a significant factor, but if weather is playing a significant factor that makes me only that much more confident in San Francisco minus nine and a half because I believe their uh, their game plays a lot better in bad weather than Green Bay does.
1: 100% I I'm gonna be back in the 49ers with you tonight well we'll probably be watching it at Nick's pub so yes let's, we will <laughs> let's go
0: 49ers let's let's blow them out Hell yeah brother uh, all right next game. Sunday afternoon, Tampa Bay at Detroit, Lions six-point favorites over under a healthy 49.5 in this one. Cody, I'm going to throw it to you to start out the analysis of the game itself. I do have my final best bet in this one, but it is not on either of the lines. It's going to be a player prop. I think the game itself is kind of a tough read for me, so I want to hear how you feel about it.
1: Yeah, my my final two bets are going to be in the Chiefs Bills game. So I don't have oh. I don't have too strong of a lean in this one, but
0: uh, I can't wait! I can't wait oh, yeah. to see what those are.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Lions minus six is what I'm seeing now. It looks like it's between six, six and a half. I gosh, I want to take the Lions, man. I, I just think they are such a better team than the Buccaneers, but. Playoff football, then, like, I'm talking about all these teams coming off of massive wins last week. They probably had the biggest win of, you know, their franchise's history for the last 35 years. Like, I, okay, so I'm a little bit in between because I was listening to a couple podcasts last night, just looking for different things to help prepare me for this. And, like, one isn't necessarily a betting podcast, it's just a sports podcast, but it would, they were talking about how, like, Oh, they were celebrating through like Wednesday or Thursday in Detroit about their one win. Like, the football team is not celebrating for four days after the game. They are in there preparing. Like, I can't stand when people are like, oh, this was, you know, they've been celebrating. They're just thinking about that win. Like, from a team perspective, no, they're not. Like, if the fans are celebrating through Wednesday or Thursday, I don't care. That does not affect the way that the game is going to be played. But from an emotional perspective, you do have to think that the Lions were riding pretty high, but. Dan Campbell doesn't seem like a kind of guy that's going to let his team stay high for very long, especially in a playoff run. I'm sure he's probably got him back down to normal. I just, I want to, I'm going to put money on the Lions minus the points. I just don't have the stones to put them in the best bet. I, I could just see the Buccaneers finding a way to keep this game close. Um, whether that's through the Buccaneers playing well or the Lions coming out a little bit flat. There's just too many possibilities that lead to uh, the Buccaneers covering, but I I want the Lions to cover the spread for sure.
0: Yeah, I was on Detroit minus six right when it opened up early in the week. Love this number under seven. Uh, Listen to a lot of people that I respect on the other side of this one. It's scared me off of it a bit. uh, Enough to not include in my best bets. Not enough to still recommend a lean towards the Lions minus six, though I agree with you. I think they're a much better team than Tampa. They're at home. And I think the one thing they do have going for them as far as that win last week, even though it was an emotional win, uh, for that franchise they didn't play that well like we kind of alluded to they uh they re- the offense really stagnated in the second half only scored three points uh they got out by about 100 yards so I don't think the players in the locker room are you know leaving that game saying oh we you know we played a great game that was you know look, look at us like they are Dan Campbell's their coach they're gonna have their head screwed on and he is going to you know let them know that they didn't play their best ball I think they come out this week with a little bit of a better effort Tough matchup, though. Tampa Bay has some great wide receivers. This Detroit secondary is beatable. Uh, so I see a lot of points here, too. I, I still kind of like the over. It's gone up quite a bit. I think it was 47 to open the week. It's at 49 and a half now, so the Sharps are on it. I'd probably recommend it up to 50. I'd probably stay away at that point. But if you can get it at 49 and a half, I like the over. I think there should be a lot of points uh, in bo- on both sides. Run games could be you know, tough to come by on both sides. Tampa's and Detroit's run defenses are really good. So, there could just be a lot of throws, incomplete passes, stopping the clock, and lots of big plays, kind of, uh, ju- you know, just juicing the, the wheels here on both sides, making these drives quick and getting us a lot of points on the board. So, that leads me to my third and final best bet. That's Rashad White, under 53 and a half rushing yards. Uh, Rashad White, I think has been a little bit uh, overplayed as a rusher uh, just because of how successful of a fantasy season he's had so a lot of um, a lot of play a lot of NFL bettors that play fantasy may have seen Rashad White finish as a top 5 running back and say uh, you know, they want to bet his overs on uh, the games that he's played, but he's only hit this total in half of his games, uh, 53 and a half, not a huge total, but he's only hit it half the time. And Detroit has only allowed the lead running back on the opposing team to hit this total five times in 18 games, including Ooh. holding Rashad White himself. To 26 yards in their matchup earlier this year, that includes uh, allowing this total of 53 and over two in their last two games for Detroit. So, Kyron Williams got to 61 yards, which was well below his over under on his rushing yards. That was in the 70s, so they still held one of the best rushing attacks in the league to only 61 yards uh, in the game. And then the other one was in Week 18, when obviously the Lions played their starters, but I think defensive intensity, especially in the on the rushing. Side of things is probably one of the first things to go if a team is to dial it back from 100% effort to 95% effort in a game they really didn't need to win against the Vikings. So, I'd uh, I'd give them a little bit of a pass in that one, and then you know just beyond that, that leaves three game three of the first 17 games they did uh, they allowed a running back to go over 53 and a half. So I think it's a really safe bet to take Rashad White under his 53 and a half uh, rushing yard prop.
1: Yeah, I like that one actually quite a bit. I did not know where his rushing prop was. And I also didn't know that he didn't hit that number at least half half the games this year.
0: Like you said, he had such a good... Yeah, lots of receiving production. That. So you you don't want to do total yeah. yards for Rashad White because he could make up a lot of this on the receiving side, but uh, for just, sure. just attack the rushing yard prop specifically. I also like, if you want to juice it up to four under 40.5, again, I just think that if Tampa cannot find any success in the run game, they might just go completely to the air and, you know, kind of just just abandon it to a degree, which might be the right move. So under 40.5 at plus 210 is interesting to me as well if you want some more juice.
1: Yeah, and Rashad White is a pretty dynamic receiving back. So yes. honestly, if he's, they go to a just a receiver. full spread and let baker do his thing like it, that's not necessarily a bad thing for their offense and whole because they can set up a couple screens oh my goodness i can't talk this morning set up a couple of screens set up a couple of quick passes to rashad white like you said he's probably going to get his production overall yards is probably something you want to avoid but rushing yards against this lions matchup is uh is really solid i like that one quite a bit and honestly even last week kyron williams struggled tremendously because i had him in a uh a daily fantasy matchup and he didn't really do anything until the third quarter, I believe. And then he ended up getting hurt again. And then he was out for the rest of the game. So he was, he was stopped pretty consistently by that Lions defense. So like that one quite a bit, like I said, I'm leaning, leaning the uh, Lions minus six and then I don't mind the over as well. I see this being a pass heavy game and a lot of points being scored. Nick, any other comments on that game before we move into the game of the week?
0: No, uh, let's go ahead and jump to your Kansas City Chiefs. I can't wait to hear what you have to say, Cody. You just, just, just you take it. Introduce the game and give me, give me your bets because I, I literally I have like three or four notes for each game up until this one, and I have no notes. Like I, I just don't want to touch this game from a betting perspective. So uh, I'll, I'll just throw it to you.
1: I don't. I don't necessarily think that I'm making the the most smart betting decision here. I will say I am 100% backing the Chiefs. Give me, give me Patrick Mahomes plus two and a half oh. points. And like, I gotta take that. I mean, that's ridiculous. Oh no! He's, no, he's no, seven and no, three straight no. up as an underdog. Eight, one and one against the spread in his career as an underdog. You know the way that the money's going, this could tick up to three. So you could maybe wait. I don't see it going down below two, but. I don't think it's necessarily going to matter. I I personally think the best unit in this game is the Chiefs defense by a good margin. Obviously, you have Allen, you have Mahomes, who can do remarkable things. But if we're looking at overall the entire unit from line to secondary to corners, then give me the Chiefs defense. I I actually don't have this as a prop. I don't know what it would have to be. Probably not very good odds, but Josh Allen over – you know, one interception over one turnover, whatever you can get it on your betting market. I like that quite a bit. I see him throwing at least one to the chiefs defense. Um, but yeah, like I, again, I don't see this being the same game we saw a couple of years ago when the chiefs won with 13 seconds left and went to overtime and it was like 42 to 36. That's not the way I see this game playing out. I think the over under is only like 45 and a half. So that's a right. pretty low over under for this kind of a matchup. I. And, again, I I, I know I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm not telling everyone to back this. I mean, the, the money is technically telling you to take the Bills minus two. I could see it being the Bills' time. They finally get the home game. They could finally upset Mahomes. But I don't see this being a blowout by any means. I see this coming down to the end. And if the Chiefs can get it done, and, you know, like we saw in the regular season game, if Kadarius Toney doesn't line up off sides, they probably find a way to get that one done. Probably a very similar situation in this game. I'm just gonna back my boys again and again. I'm gonna take. I'm not gonna be dumb and take the money line like I did last weekend. I'll take the plus two and a half, maybe get a cover even if they do end up losing. But um, yeah, I'm just gonna back the Chiefs. I think they have the they have a top two defense left in these playoffs that I think a lot of people are underrating for how good they are. Their offense isn't great. I understand that, but my other thing is Mahomes loves to get it done in the playoffs. Over 29 and a half rushing yards for Patrick Mahomes. He has done that eight out of 13 times in his career at 29 and a half, not just the over. So he is, uh, he, he likes to run at least a little bit more in the playoffs. He scrambles quite a bit more. Obviously last week only had two scrambles, ended up putting a little, a little over 40 yards. So finds a way to get it done on the ground in these playoffs. So Chiefs plus two and a half over 29 and a half Mahomes rushing yards. Nick,
0: let's hear it. What you got to say? Um, first off on your second best bet, uh, that's sneaky and I like it. I actually like Patrick Mahomes over four and a half rushing attempts as well. Uh, you could, you could play one. both of those and you know, you'll, you'll get the free kneel downs if he ends up winning the game and they go into victory formation. So you can just kind of backdoor it, uh, that way as well. Uh, if, you know, if you end up taking that prop, but. Yeah, I'm a little bit on the other side of this one. I'm surprised that after all this time, after all year saying I'm not gonna bet on Chiefs games, you know, I'm laying off the emotional hedge. Uh you are just now going all in when it matters more than it has ever before. You are jumping in on the Chiefs plus two and a half. It I I think I think what I personally I would recommend Either waiting for it to pop to three or just buying the third point, because I think a field goal game yep. is very likely here. I would want this plus three. Uh, and again, you, you'd probably be able to buy it at minus 120 right now. Looks like plus two and a half is plus 100. That's usually how these sites work. Uh, those half points, uh, when they're this low, are usually a little more expensive, but I think you could get it at minus 120. I would probably pay that price and just uh, buy up to plus three for the Chiefs. I, I do like the Bills under a field goal, though. Uh, I think they, uh, I think they're just the better team overall right now. I think the Chiefs' run D is the exploitable part of their defense, and that's been B- Buffalo's bread and butter the past seven weeks with Joe Brady as the offensive coordinator. I think James Cook and Josh Allen get it going on the ground here, and this Chiefs' offense, although it looked decent against a broken Miami uh, unit last week at home, uh, has been really bad all year at least uh, especially in the second half of the season and I don't think any of their ills were cured necessarily last week uh, against that Miami team again that was missing a lot of their defensive starters so I would uh, I would take Buffalo minus two and a half I'd probably take KC once it gets up to plus three that's why I stayed off this line because I think it's about right and uh, you know it should just be a close game Uh, both ways over under I like the under 45 and a half that was close to being one of my best bets I think this is pushed up to 45 and a half basically just because it's Mahomes and uh, Allen we've seen them score you know ungodly amount of points in the playoffs before but this matchup is just not the same at all I think if these two teams if you stripped away you know the name Chiefs and Bills and you just laid out these two teams resumes the next next to each other and you also put in the fact that it's in Buffalo in a pretty bad weather game looking like uh, it's going to be anyway I think this over/under would be closer to 40, maybe you know 42 or so, uh, but you're getting a free three points just because it's Mahomes and Allen. So I like the under. Uh, didn't quite make my best bets, but I would lean that way as well. I'd rather play the under than the total or than the uh, than the line myself.
1: What what a I mean, that was a great analysis. I just want to say because I have had again a lot of Chiefs fans, but people just text me, "Hammer the over, hammer the over." How was it only 45 and a half? And I was like, guys, like. You guys are the squarest betters in the entire world. Like, Vegas is literally baiting you into betting that over. That is why it is set so low. Like, yeah. Look at Chiefs games over the course of the season. They don't hit the over very often because the Chiefs' defense is very, very good and the offense can be inept from time to time. So yes, I'm I'm really glad you said that. Cause I probably wouldn't have mentioned that if you didn't, but do do not get baited into that over. It. It could hit if there's a couple of pop plays, but that's what it's going to take. We're going to need a you know a Josh Allen 45-yard scramble into the end zone like we saw last week or, you know, or a big play from the Chiefs or offense yeah. or a defensive touchdown. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. I was a little bit surprised to see it only at 45.5, but like you said, you take everything away from it. You take away that it's Bill's Chiefs, and it's probably 42, 42.5. So, no, yeah. I like it.
0: And I – go ahead. It opened at 46, so it's actually come down a half point because sharp money has come in on this under uh, 40% For of sure. bets. 40% of bets on the under 65% of money. So one of the strongest liens we have on either the total or the line on either side. Again, I was talking to Cody about this before the pod. A lot of sharp lines this week, so the totals are very... You know they're very close together. There's not a lot of spreads one way or the other because there are basically there's people on one side, there's people on the other. Because these lines are really set very well at this point in the year. We know what these teams are, and so do the books. But uh, this is one of the lines I think you can probably take advantage of.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I again, I don't really have a whole lot to defend the Chiefs. I I 100% understand why people You're are betting with bills. your like gut. Those are I'll just
0: say that you are. The, You're you've gone against your philosophy from all here, Not betting with your
1: heart. I, <laughs> I have, but I also have I mean I I like yeah, like I don't necessarily love betting on the Chiefs, but I also don't get Patrick Mahomes plus two and a half points very You're right. often. It's, I mean, it's very gotta, tempting. I see it. Yeah. And also like just I know, actually, I'm a little bit surprised. If we're looking at the action network, it's only 50% of bets, so it's right down the middle for both teams, and then a little bit more money on the Bills. Not that you know, super big of a split. lean either yeah, way. Super split. Very surprised by that. I, I was definitely expecting a lot of money to be on the Bills because even though they finished with the same record this season, I mean, the way people are talking about the Bills is like they should be one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl, and the way people are talking about the Chiefs is they're lucky to be where they're at with the way their offense is played. So... It's yeah. kind of one of those. I'm just taking the narratives. I think the public's all over the Bills because the Bills have been the team riding high. And, you know, this is typically when you see uh, a team like the Chiefs come in and kind of uh, stop that. But I, I will be completely honest, just talking amongst people here in Kansas City, that, like, there's not a lot of confidence in this game. A lot of people think this is the year for Buffalo to end up uh, beating the Chiefs and winning it. But I just. I'm going to I'm going to stand my ground on this one. I don't I as much as I have loved Buffalo over the past 2 months, I just I think they're playing a really really good defense and we're going to have to see if Josh Allen can play smart football because if he gives more than yeah. more than one turnover to this Chiefs team, it's it's going to be a tough day for Buffalo. So, if he can limit the turnovers to one or less, I think it's a close game and it'll come down to the end. If he ends up getting turnover happy then you know, the Chiefs probably have a sneaky chance to not run away with it because they don't have the best scoring offense, but they can at least get up by two possessions somewhere in the fourth quarter and, you know, coast this one in, but it'll yeah. come down to how Josh Allen plays. I just, I'm going to take the bet that he's been riding high for the past couple of weeks. He's due for one of those games where he kind of, you know, just looks a little bit lost and throws a couple of picks. I'm going to take it against my Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to back Mahomes getting two and a half points and hopefully right off into the sunset after he runs in a nice little 30-yard touchdown for me.
0: (laughs) That is wishful thinking, Cody. Uh, Do you want to recap your three best bets real quick, and then I'll do the same.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So first game of the weekend, I just noticed that I'm going to have a long break between my best bets of this week, but Ravens minus six and a half in the first half of their game against the Texans today. And then on Sunday night, we are going to take Mahomes over twenty nine and a half rushing yards. Again, he hit that eight he hit that specific number eight out of 13 times in his career over the last five years, and then we're also going to back the Chiefs plus two and a half at Baltimore.
0: You mean in the last five years in the playoffs, right? Yes, in the playoffs Okay yes, that's actually that his, probably, that's probably that's probably even better than it sounds because I bet every single one of those games last year where he hurt his ankle, he didn't reach that rushing total prop he did so in the super you're, you're, bowl but he did, did in he really? the two games leading up to it okay. yeah he had one huge run in the second that's half of right the at the end bowl of the that, game that put yep. him over that number. after um, after they'd thrown the lidocaine in him that's right i forgot about
1: 100 <laughs> juiced up
0: that ankle quite a bit yeah <laughs> yeah he was uh he wasn't feeling a damn thing but anyway yeah uh that's a good line i like that a lot makes makes a lot of sense i think i'd probably look to josh allen's line too and probably take the over on it uh because these quarterbacks are gonna be holding nothing that's back um, my three best bets of the week. Did you get your last one? And sorry, you, you just talked about the Mahomes.
1: Yep. Chiefs plus two and a half.
0: Yeah. Okay. There you go. So my three best bets, we're going to go Houston at Baltimore under 43 and a half, expecting a lot of weather shenanigans in that one. Get it now before it drops San Francisco minus nine and a half. I think they write the ship here. Uh, this green Bay team coming off an emotional win against the Dallas Cowboys. I think that's a bit of a letdown spot San Francisco takes care of business at home by at least 10 points and Rashad white under 53 and a half rushing yards. The Detroit lions have only allowed the lead running back on the opposing team to reach this total five times all year out of 18 games. Rashad white has been a very inefficient runner of the football this year. Uh, even though he has played well overall between the rush game and the receiving game, uh, attack the under on that rushing yards prop 53 and a half. Is the last time I saw it, uh, I'll 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 check here real quick. It might have actually dropped, but anyway, Cody, riff for a minute while I look this up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I can't wait for these four football games. It
0: is it is just going to be really good. We I mean, get even good matchups,
1: even like these are some bigger spreads that I think that we would like to see with both the uh, the Ravens and the Forty ers at almost ten points or being at ten points. But man, I I still think that there's a chance that those games could still at least be somewhat competitive for a part of the game, and then. Obviously, ending the week, Chiefs Bills. Like, oh, your boy is going to be sweating that pretty bad. So, uh, like I said, I, I I have faith in Mahomes. I have faith in the Chiefs' defense. So, backing them, backing them as much as I can going into this postseason. But, uh, yeah, first time betting on the Chiefs all year. So maybe that was just the secret that I that I missed out on this season. Maybe I would have been more positive if I would have taken more leans on the Chiefs. Maybe that was my missing point. Too much Panthers, not enough Chiefs this
0: season. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't think they're against the spread record <laughs> is that great this year. So, might have just been trading losses for losses there. But, uh, safe to say, Rashad White still at 53.5 on DraftKings. So, go grab it while you can. It has been dropping. I saw I got it at 55.5 earlier this week on my app. So, uh, I'd grab it while you can while it's at 53.5
1: absolutely chiefs by the way nine and eight against the spread a little bit better than the three and 14 performance that
0: that's, that's much <laughs> better Panthers. than i would have thought okay uh, yeah. sorry. sorry kansas nope. city i apologize <laughs> you won yeah, last no. week too so i guess you get to say 10 and 8
1: yeah absolutely all right well let's get out of here i gotta get ready i gotta drive across the state go see my buddy nick for his engagement party hope you Woo! guys enjoyed that 45 minutes we will uh we back next week recap these games and start talking about the uh AFC and NFC championship games. Nick? Bills, Ravens, AFC I,
0: championship game. Can't wait. The Let's Bills,
1: Ravens. Yeah, we will see about that. <laughs> All righty. I'll see you in a little bit. I'll talk to you soon. All right. See you, David. All right, peace.